Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! zone you are in i'm bill murphy i am lawrence patchman lang and it is an evening time recording tonight on a nice <laughs> cool friday evening here in the hudson valley yeah i still have the air running but yeah it's pretty nice uh danny boy, Reg- <laughs> danny boy reginald who's actually present this time he's here yes reg is here absolutely and and welcome to the 19th inning of the Sports Insanity Podcast. I have 18th. 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 Okay, so last Top week Top of the 18th really we'll go. Top of the 18th because, you know, we're going to break this up a little bit and then we'll be in the bottom of the 18th later in the show. I like that. Boom. Bottom of the 18th, we're going to talk about something that actually happened that I didn't expect to happen. No. But no. I should have saw it coming because this no. certain team didn't – perform as well as we thought so we'll, we'll get to, to that expectation like in the playoffs. Said, it is a cool friday evening so we got and we got a lot to talk about today don't we guys it's a lot it's not it's not a lot but it's like two it's like two things but it's going to be stretched out for like an hour so so wherever you are sit back relax crack yourself open a nice cold beer or wine, or or mixed drink, or if you don't drink, have yourself a nice have yourself a nice Pepsi. Not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored. You Not sponsored. Don't say that. Um, just sit back, relax, and enjoy. As we know, guys, uh, it's finally here. Football. It is finally here. Well, it, it happened last night, but it's still here. The NFL it is, is here. Back. Ladies and gentlemen, football is back. Applaud! 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 Yay! Golf clap. Screw you guys. Listen, listen. When, when, well, like I told you, when you redline, it's hard to edit. So you got to keep it subtle. That's too I soft, could. dingus. Now, yeah, now, I, can't, I can't hear what you just said. Now, now, now that's underlining. Just, you don't want to do that either. Okay, okay. For those of you who didn't hear that, I like literally just ASMR'd Patchy. But regardless, so, regardless, regardless, the regardless, football is back. The yes. NFL started last night. College football starts tomorrow. Well, no, college football started last week. It's just that none of the big teams were playing. But Navy did yeah. play on Monday. I just have two words for tomorrow. Go Irish. Ah. We're playing Duke tomorrow. Let's go Irish. Yeah. You know what? I have to say, it is just a – it's so good to have football back. Oh, it is. You know, it's beautiful. You know – Because we didn't even know it was going to come back because of this whole COVID thing. Well, they, they made their promise. They said that they were going to start on time, that there was not going to be any BS, and – you know, we're going to do whatever we can. And 
that's what they did. They made sure of it. There hasn't been any big outbreak. I mean, you know, here and there, and of course that big scare where you had, you know, a few different teams have positive tests that ended up being false positives, of course. But, you know, other than that, there hasn't been a huge outbreak. And they're starting on time. So, you know, you got to hand it to the NFL. You know, the, good they, job, NFL. They kept you guys their did good. They kept their word, and, you know, that's all you can say. And because I of that – I cannot believe I'm saying this, but good job, Roger Goodell. Yeah, and, you know, now it's all about making sure because they're not going to regionalize it this year. So now it's all about making sure that, you know, everything goes smoothly. And we hope it does. And we are very glad to see our first game last night in which the Chiefs did as expected. As defending Super Bowl champions, they showed on why they're the Super Bowl champions. A nice 34-20 win against the Texans, but the Texans did come out strong. We'll say with that touchdown. Pat Mahomes looked fantastic last night. Pat Mahomes is a gift to fantasy. Fantasy We know. He's on your fantasy team, Patch. Hey, he did well against you last night. He did. And... You know, Deshaun Watson didn't do too, too bad. He didn't do too bad, but still, Patrick Mahomes Okay, for those who don't know, Patch and I are playing each other in fantasy this week. Ah, week one. Got to kick it off strong. Yep. My my team hasn't. By the way, Patchy, thanks for that team. Hey, you're welcome, my friend. You know, and, and, you know, it's not it's not perfect. I got what a D something. The draft, the Yahoo draft grade means nothing. It's all I, BS because I, I, I got an A one time and I and my, my team stunk. So it's like I got a B plus. So, so yeah, but but that's you know, a different story for a different yeah, day. The Yahoo you, draft grade. Yeah, but you know what? I'm okay with my fantasy team. The only thing is my kicker. I had to change my kicker because he got, got hurt. Cut. He got cut. <laughs> got uh, cut. Imagine your fantasy kicker getting cut. Gotta love it. <laughs> that is like the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I gotta say, that was a fun draft we did two weeks ago. That was ago. fun. You know, I all, had, everyone had fun. I had a blast. My buddy, who, who was part of our, you know, our re, re, I, I'll go recruit, re, what's it, re, recruiting segment. If I'm saying that right. We know that we're bringing back finally after. Four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, recurring Next. segment works, yeah. Yeah, recurring we'll, segment we'll works. In, we'll get to those in a little bit. We'll get to those a little later. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, right. anyway, I think Mahomes looked really good last night, and he proved why he's was Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> and, and, and worth a half a billion dollars. <laughs> For sure. You, you're throwing up 30 points in a game. It's like, oh, my God. Like, he that's, is not that's how, a waste of money. That's how you lead a charge in an NFL team. You know, Travis. you when you are leading the pack, you gotta make sure that your team goes out and does its job. And Mahomes did that last night. Kansas City offense did that last night. Kansas City defense uh, iffy, but iffy. They, they they did well too. You know, they, they held the Texans to God knows how many points for so long. Yeah, but you know, looking at the the, the 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 Chiefs as a whole team, how about that rookie running back? Oh yeah, oh fantastic! Another he was a fantasy steal too. Hop on a little bit of a fantasy. He was a fantasy steal. People said, but the, he was. And and even though Chris Collinsworth was touching it, excuse me, on it last night. 
saying he was waiting to see the Chiefs find that, you know, that complete piece. And they have a complete team that gives them a very good shot of being a team to repeat finally, which we haven't seen in a very long time. I think it could be a possibility, but I don't think we should be calling Super Bowl champions after one I'm not one calling game. Super Bowl champions yet. I'm just stating that, you know, this Chiefs team right now after week one, they're a complete team. They're healthy. You know, you know, you know we had no preseason, but a nice, healthy Chiefs team, it's going to be a force to reckon with. Yeah, it, the, the running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I believe that's how you say his name. Clyde Edwards. And he had 10 attempts, 96 yards. Hey, look, for a rookie, you know, the fact that you're getting 10 attempts to run the ball, like that's, that shows that, you know, you have, they have people trust you and they he, want you to succeed. Yeah, a touchdown too, I think, last night. Yeah. Yeah. So that was – but you know what? I got to admit, you got to give the Texans credit. They tried to rally. It just they got tried. short. They tried, but they got close. But you know the old saying – Horse clothes only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, you're right. But hey, you know it's it's week one for the Texans. You know they the the Texans they came in they had to face Super Bowl champions week one in Kansas City with twelve thousand fans and hungry for another championship. Like this team says, we're going to try to repeat. And you know, yeah, Mahomes I mean, was is right little, on top of that. It was strange, but strange in a good way. Seeing the fans in um. Arrowhead. At Arrowhead Stadium last but, night. But you know what? Even not at full capacity, that crowd was still loud. They were. They were that into crowd it. was loud. I wonder if they're doing like – yeah, sorry I'm getting into the mechanics of this, but I'm just wondering. I wonder if – I wonder how they like fill out the stadium though with it, that. Well, well it's, I guess it's all about you know, whoever gets up to capacity and stuff. You know, it's – you know, the, it's, it, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing that's going on. Because you know, if you're a season ticket, because so if I'm a season ticket holder and I'm getting screwed, I'd be pissed. Yeah, no. I mean, I I don't know who's going into. I'm I'm assuming it's, it's those that pay their season ticket dues and all that stuff. I don't think they should be grandfathered in. I I agree. I, again, I don't know. I I really don't know how they're handling it. I'm sure the information is. You know, if somewhere. anybody from any NFL team whose stadium is allowing fans wants to tell us how they're doing it. Please let us know. We would be glad to hear your what you're doing. Yeah, because I, I mean, I haven't been following. I'm following more what's going on around the tri-state area here in New York City. Because, because in New York, there's going to be no fans. There's going to be no fans, and in Buffalo too. In Buffalo, Cuomo says no fans. So you know, we're well. Yeah, well, I, I think Buffalo is not allowing fans right now, but I think they're pushing for fans. Well, to be allowed. I think they're trying to get it. Maybe what by week three, maybe uh, or whenever their whenever their next home game is. I think. Well, I, I think the, the state's going to say no. In all honesty, but we got to see what's going on in three in two weeks. Yeah, Governor Cuomo here in New York. For those that, that don't or that don't know Cuomo, you know he's been very very careful about the reopening process. And, you know, you got to hand it to him. He's kept his word. But yeah. it's, it's frustrating for a football fan. You know, you can't – you want to go see your team. And because, you and, know, if they're a season ticket holder, you're spending all that money. Yeah, or maybe they got their refund or whatever, how much money that – Yeah, I think a lot of them did get refunds. Yeah. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. But it's so frustrating because you want to go out to the ballpark. I wanted to go out to see Mets and Yankees oh, play I at their too. stadiums. 
And the fact that I have to watch the remote, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's very devastating. So I definitely understand. And that stupid piped-in crowd noise, which you've heard me rant about before. I yeah. hate that stupid thing. I really do. Yeah, it's not really authentic. But and, yeah. and you hate and, the and stupid, bro- the virtual crowd from Fox yeah, Sports. You and, hate and, that. And thankful, thankfully, that's not going to go too much into the NFL. Obviously, the NFL, there are probably going to be some crowd noises and whatever it is what it is. But yeah, it's it. So you no, know, we, well, we we'll, we'll miss football here in the states of New York and New Jersey for a little bit, and uh, you know, we, obviously the other states, you no, know, they have lesser restrictions, so there's going to be a little more lenient about it. Yeah, and I think it's great. I think it's you great. Know, I'm the one, but you know, I'm concerned about Texas. I'm concerned about Florida. Well, of course you're concerned because you know they're hot. They were hot spots at one point. If they still aren't. You know, because uh, last weekend uh, I was over at my uh, aunt's house and you know family gathering. Yeah, we weren't here last week because it was Labor Day. We were doing what you know normal people do on Labor Day. Yeah, chill because you work so long and so hard. Yeah, but anyway, um, I was talking to my uncle, Uncle Tom. If you're listening, shout out. So I was talking to my uncle Tom, and he says, um. So what do you think about football season? Goes it's going to get canceled in three weeks. Watch. Well, we we hope that's not the case because uh, things, have been, things have been things have been okay with the NFL. But things are looking good right now. Things are looking good. Things look promising. Yeah, it but looked you know, promising well, for let's... baseball. Obviously, baseball had its own issues, but you know, since since then, clear you know, things day. have calmed down. Clear as day, which we're happy about. You know. So we just hope for the best for football. And right now, as of as of now, we're taping on a Friday. We're not hearing anything. So carry on. Let's let's have some football. And I think you know what. Let's just carry on and hope everything goes well. Because damn, I really want to see. And like here's the you know here's the problem, guys. And you tell me if this sounds unusual or not. Okay, I want your what? complete and utter honesty. This thing. You guys all know I love baseball. Right. I love the Yankees. Mm-hmm. There are times I can't sit down and watch a full game, but I can sit down and watch a full football game. Does that sound unusual? It's not unusual. Baseball is a very boring game. Baseball. Yeah, baseball. As much as baseball is my favorite sport, and I love baseball, I can't sit and watch a full night inning game. I unless never, you're never actually done at that. the game. Unless you're, at, never, the game. Unless you're at the never game. Done. It's different. Unless you're at the game, but even at the game, you know, even if you're there alone, you're socializing with people. So, you know, you're not, you're not paying attention to every single pitch. They, there, there are times where I missed home run swings. Like, that's how much I pay attention to the game. It's hard to. You know, but for football, you know, it's fast-paced. You know, everything is going on, you know, every second. You know, it's, it's crazy how it works. Oh. You're locked into every, every second of the game. Maybe because there's that, you know, because you do have that, you know, whatchamacallit. Up-tempo. Up-tempo, upbeat. Speaking of what's going on, what was going on with Andy Reid last night and his face shield? <laughs> oh, the, face, oh, the face shield. Oh, my God. Yo, Andy Reid, God bless you. Yeah, the, 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 many, the many meme pages I followed were so quick to react and even had the Kermit the Frog meme where it says Patrick Mahomes looking out – Looking at Andy Reid trying to figure out the play call, and it's just a foggy window with rain falling down. It's yeah, just like, the the windshield wipers and, and the, all that stuff. 
the best one I saw was today, um, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid figuring out a play, and it shows Patrick Mahomes drawing the play on his face shield. <laughs> Oh it's God, just like it's, like, so it's like, it's like, I understand Andy Reid has I, I to do what, I understand Andy Reid has to do what's comfortable for him, but the internet was just so quick to react to that. It's just, yeah. well, he, he looked like, and no offense to Andy Reid, but he looked like a, it looked like an idiot out there. Like, you know, like, how can you, how can, how can you see through that? Hey, gave us a laugh. Andy Reid gave us a laugh. If anything, good at Kansas City, you know, like silk, face cover where you can cover your mouth yeah i mean obviously though know, the face shield it, it may not work entirely but you know for someone i'm, I'm pretty sure andy reed because of whatever is going on in his body and his weight and all that stuff he's probably at high risk but it's all you know, cheeseburgers <laughs> you think he went for a cheeseburger after the game last night probably <laughs> exactly oh so andy reed he's the person we like to poke fun at but poke fun at more in like an endearing way yeah oh, i love andy reed but regardless, oh, God bless him. It, yeah, no, but honestly, he did look. He, he looked like an idiot last yeah, he, night. He looked really he stupid looked last night. Last <laughs> it's like, come on. I'm like, it's what like, the hell is that? So, Andy Reid with the face. Well, you well, know what? You gotta give him credit for well, taking whatever the Whatever floats your boat, dude. You know, if it works for him, it works for him. It works for the team. Works for the team. And look, right. it, they won, so you can't really complain. No, you can't. As long as you're taking the proper, if he thinks he's taking the proper precautions, then God yeah, be with it, him. It doesn't change the fact that he looked like an idiot. That, that that's yes. Idiot. No, it does not change the fact that he looked like an idiot. We're sorry, I do mean, but you look. Oh my. Okay, is that face shield coming back in week two? Place your Probably. bets, folks. It, it will be. It'll be coming back. And that is going to be our running as joke long as there's a pande- As long as there's a, a pandemic going on there, you, you definitely could be bringing it back. Hopefully it won't be so that, you know, there there's, a, you know, warmer air and maybe he can see clear. But so. He can see clearly now the rain is gone. I was going to make that joke. Oh, damn it. You were going to make that joke? I was going to well, make that joke, but it's you gotta all right. got to be faster, Patchy. You got it. Oh, you gotta yeah, be quicker than that. Yeah, I gotta be quicker than that. I'll, I'll be quicker on the next joke. Oh. Yeah, I, and if I, you can I, tell, I, guys, we have a good time on this podcast. Yeah. Imagine if y'all said it together, I would have been like, "Ooh, Jinx, you owe me a damn soda." You owe me a, you owe me an Oktoberfest, not sponsored. <laughs> I never had an Oktoberfest, but anyway, Oktoberfest is great. If you're Sam Adams Oktoberfest, delicious. I think I may have had it one. You know what? Now I gotta try it. But you know, this is not a beer podcast. But you know, not beer yet. has to do with sports, so it counts. It counts. But you know, I'd say it's a nice little segue. We're talking about football. It's I think it's time to get some picks. Yeah. Well, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Let's get to the picks. No, no, no. Actually, it's it, it's, it's okay. It's, I want to just talk about something very quick, and then we'll get to the picks. Um. Did anyone see the beginning of the game last night when they did the um the whole anthem and the lift every voice and sing? I, I was did. too bu- I was too busy watching Canadian TV shows, so no. But um, yeah, I it. I certainly saw the highlights of that and uh yeah, very interesting reaction from the crowd. To be honest yep. with you. Okay, for those uh, of you who didn't see the game last night, here's the um here's the Cliff Notes version. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in oh. And out of respect for what everything has been going on the past couple months with the whole racial justice um, 
the NFL has decided that they will have in week one, this is just all of week one, that they're going to be on top of the national anthem. They're going to be doing the song Lift Every Voice and Sing, which was a big song during the civil rights movement. Yep. And last night what they did is they did that. They It was pre-recorded, of course, because they said they're not going to have live anthem performances due to COVID. The Chiefs were out for both songs. The Texans were in the locker room for both songs. But I, I, th- I think Houston gave a valid point. I think Houston gave a valid point. I, I agree with you. I agree. They, they said, listen, they, we don't want to throw shade at one song. Exactly. They, they didn't want to throw shade at every other song. So as a team, they decided to stay back for both anthems. Which I don't think is a horrible and, decision. It, it's, not, it's not a horrible decision. You know what? You know, many years ago, teams were not out for the national anthem. Exactly. Because – can you picture it if they were just out for Lift Every Voice and Sing and they went into the National Anthem? Yeah. Oh, think there of the conversation we'd be there. having today. There. It, it was there certainly been. a smart decision, for sure. Like, I respect the Texans for doing that. And the it, big thing mm-hmm. that, that I will – I am going to say, I think this was a really nice gesture, but I want to talk about the reaction to this. This was crazy. Um, before the game last night, after the, the songs – they came to both teams came together for a moment of unity. Mm-hmm. Right. They just stood in the field. They were standing. They had. They were arms were locked together. And then there was a and then there was a moment of silence. And yeah, the reaction at that Arrowhead Stadium. They were booing them. Uh, yeah. I think that was. I I read some things. Um, it was more out of on. How Houston was not out for the national anthem. Oh, that was. I think so. It, it, they, because I think, the moment of unity is a great thing to have. You know, it shows everyone's coming together, and to me, that's a great way to, you know, uh, what's the words? Protest social injustice. Now, before we get into the picks here, um, I just want to ask, guys, do you what do you think we're going to be seeing this weekend and in the weeks yeah. to come? Do you think we're going to be seeing Neil? Because when the Chiefs, for the anthem, as what? I saw, Pat's correct me if I'm wrong, only one of them was kneeling. Yes, only one player knelt. It was covered um, after the anthem. I think Chris Collinsworth mentioned the player's name. I can't remember the player's name. Only, one player, only one player kneeled. The rest yeah, of them yeah. Yeah, only one player knelt. No big deal. But, you know, what are we going to be seeing, you know, this week and the weeks ahead? On Sunday, you will probably see some players kneel. You'll see, you know, you'll still, you'll, you'll see the moment of unity in every game. You know, if players kneel, it's not the end of the world. Okay, but you know what's one thing I want to say, though? And in this, I know this, this is a pretty serious uh, – Rev, do you have anything to say about this? Or? It was uh, Alex Okafor that, um, no. that, that, took, that took the knee. Um Honestly, you look at, obviously the crowd, they just want football. So clearly that the booing was more just hey, just get to the game. No one look, we, we get it. Like it's been out there for so long. Um uh, again, I, I don't I don't agree with the reaction, but you know, it is what it is. You know, what what can you do? Uh, I I again I thought the way the Texans handled it was perfect. I thought the way the Chiefs handled it was perfect. There's no, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Absolutely, you it's know, all you, subjective. You, you do, you do what your team is comfortable doing. That's the bottom line. And if it works, it works. And some people are going to react. Some people, 
you know, they, they, it's, it's all different. It's all different. We see things differently. And that's the, that's the beauty of this country is that, you know, we can see, we can have a scenario, take that scenario and have different perspectives of that scenario. And at the end of the day, no one's going to care what your, what your thoughts are because we're experiencing it together. Yeah. And you know what? To end this, I know this is a very serious topic, but I want to end this topic on sort of a funny note. Um, what? Has anyone seen, if you're on like any NFL Facebook pages, there's like those people who have to constantly remind you, I'm boycotting the NFL. Good Red Ends yeah. NFL doesn't need you. And it's like, it's like the, it's like the joke's like, okay, and here comes the people that are reminding us they're boycotting the NFL. And you know, here's what I have what, to say to those You people. know what, deep down, they're still watching football and they're just yeah, trying to make I themselves agree. feel important. Because here's what I got to say. If you're going to boycott it, fine, boycott it. Yep. Again, the NFL doesn't care. They have more money than God. <laughs> no comment on that one. Well, it's like what you said one time. They lose a few viewers, they'll gain more tomorrow. Anyway, it's like those people, it's like, okay, guys, here's the purpose of a boycott. You don't have anything to do with the thing you're boycotting. With. So please, do not waste our time and comment on pages that you say you're boycotting. And we can get on with the rest of our lives. Doesn't that sound wonderful, guys? You seem... You want to boycott the NFL, but yet again, you're commenting on an NFL page. Exactly. Again, a boycott would be you don't have anything to do with the NFL page. Now, leave us alone, and we can enjoy our football. Doesn't that yeah. sound wonderful? It's, a, it's all hypocritical at the end of the day. It really is. You yep. Know, no, no one, no one, nobody takes it seriously. They just say it, and then they go right back to it because that's all they know. They know, no, they know absolutely nothing without having the NFL in their lives. So you know what my favorite meme is? You know what my favorite meme is? It's the one from um it's that scene from Jurassic Park where it's like, I gotta tell you some sensitive information. Goes, you hear that? He's telling me some sensitive information. See, nobody cares. <laughs> it's that yep. meme he's like see, hey guys, he's boycotting the NFL. See, no one cares. Or the the what is it, the box pictures me the nobody cares. Oh God! Uh, memes, memes. You gotta love memes. The memes. Oh. oh God, we could probably just do a whole show dedicated to NFL memes. Oh, any, any sports memes. Grit. Shout, shout out to Bleacher Report with Gridiron Heights. That's some of the greatest stuff they've come out with. Oh, I gotta see that. Oh, I, do you, have you seen the pictures when they do like the NBA too? Like, yes. They they do a lot of the segments for NBA as well, and they, I'm telling you they. Bleacher Report, thank you. Thank when you. We're done recording, thank guys. God for Bleacher Report. When we're done, guys, I'll show you some Bleacher Report, Gridiron Heights. <laughs> oh, God, I can't that wait. That, that show's hilarious. Okay, Patch. Regardless, let's jump in to... Sorry uh, for that little tangent. Just uh, no, go on. No, it's all right. No, we're, we're going to finally bring back an old segment that we used to do back in college. It's Pick'em Time. But instead of us three, we're adding one more person this year, and that's my friend, Big Al, who was part of, you know, the fantasy football draft. So his I just want to say, I really like Big Al. He, he, sounds a, like a, he sounds like a real hoot. He's a real hoot. He's a, he has a heart of gold. Shout out to Big Al when he's listening to this later. But has man has a heart of gold. Very sports knowledgeable. 
freaking phenomenal with college football. All of us, hey. we should all watch a game. We should all watch football one day. Hey. That'll be I, did, I, didn't, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him, but the fact that he's an Orioles fan. You know, Listen. Is kind of really, it's kind of cool. Like that, that's a, that's a ballsy thing to be. Well, Orioles hey, I, fan. Orioles stink. You think I'm weird when it comes to sports teams? I'll, no shade at Big Al. Love you, Big Al. But he is an O's fan. He is a Giants fan. I like him already. He's, uh, I think, by by um, virtue, he's a Rangers fan. But can anyone guess his foot, um, his basketball team? It's not the Knicks, right? No. No, it's not the Knicks. Well, who the hell would like the Knicks? Oh my God. Suffering Knicks fan. Embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me and Patchy suffer for this. Uh, I would like to say uh, West Coast team. Yes. Okay. Western Conference okay. team. All right. Uh, I would say Grizzlies. No. Bill, you got any guess? The Nuggets. Nope. He is a fan of a team who beat the super team. Spurs. Not the Spurs. A, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say super team. I would say the, um, the big three. A big three. He beat the big three in the NBA finals. The big three. Oh, the Mavericks. Yes, he is a Dallas Mavericks oh, fan. Yes, I think I remember hearing he's a Mavericks fan. He is a Mavs fan. Hey, you know the Mavericks? Hey, look, I'll, I'll I give love it to the him. Mavericks. The Mavericks are good, and, you know, he has my boy Poisingas, so, you know. Yeah, my boy, too. I love KP. And, yeah, look, I, 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 I'm officially over what he did to the Knicks. You know, it is Me what too. it is. You know, I'm still I'm, I'm obviously mad, but you know what? You can only be mad for so long. So I wish him. Well. I agree. Me too. But regardless, it's okay. Oh, yeah, time to get back picks. on. You know, Bill, I, I I applaud you for the point system, the way we we are doing points this year. Everyone got two points last night. Side note, because it's a four way um, tie. It's already four way it. tie. But all right, boys, two points for a win, one point for a tie. If your team, if you pick the right team, they win overtime. You get three points, and of course, if you pick the wrong team, you get nothing. But you get nothing, egg. you lose. Good day, sir. Goose egg. You get goose a egg. good old goose egg. But regardless, guys, you'll be hearing some music in this in a little bit in post edit. We'll get to that. But let's get into some picks, boys. Your first game, we got Minnesota versus Green Bay. You know. Okay. Patch. Oh, I think well. you're going to like me for this one. You're taking Green Bay, Billy? I'm taking Green Bay. Green Bay it is. Um, you know, it's week one. They're playing in Minnesota, but mm, yeah, they are in Minnesota. Oh, excuse me. Ugh. They're in Minnesota, so I'm unfortunately, you know, as much as I want to start off 1-0, it's going to be a Minnesota win for me. Because, you know, it, it's hard to win in Minnesota now. With, the, with that new stadium. Danny boy. You know, the thing with Green Bay is that they still have Aaron Rodgers on their team. I love Aaron Rodgers. He's on my fantasy squad. They are, baby. But I don't know. To me, the Vikings defense is going to crumble him so much that yeah. they're going to go for victory. So I'm going to pick um, Minnesota in this one. And to Big Al, he has also picked Minnesota. So, Billy, you have picked 
Only the only one that's picked Green Bay. So yeah. hey, look. Hey, if you win, Bill, you get all the marbles. So you get all the marbles, and you know what? I'll still be a happy person because my team will be one and zero. But realistically, <laughs> I'm looking out for the long picture in this game. I think Minnesota is just going to play a little bit better. Because well, Kirk Cousins is pretty good, so I'll give him I, that. Uh, well, I do like Kirk Cousins. Cousins. All right, heading to our next matchup, we got Seattle and Atlanta. Ooh. You know Russell Wilson. Oh, you know Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Great dynamic duo, but then again, you always got that old timer that's still hanging around in Matt Ryan. So, my personal opinion, I think Seattle's still going to win. You know, Seattle. You know, Seattle and I always put up a good game against each other, but I think Seattle has the upper edge. I'm gonna, I think, gonna second that one, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. But you know, I don't think Seattle. Like I said, you got to look out for Julio Jones though with Atlanta. In Atlanta, you always have to look out for Julio. Julio will always find a way to get himself in the end zone. Danny Boy, he's on my fantasy team in the other in my other league. So yeah. another oh. big wo- another big weapon for Atlanta is Todd Gurley. You know, exactly. Yeah, TG. Someone who someone who is absolutely no stranger to Seattle Seahawks for sure. Um, so I'm going to pick Atlanta. And I truly think it's going to be a huge battle. I really like this matchup. Seattle's only got two and a half on them. So, you know, that that shows, you know, it's going to be closer than anything. So, uh, big and plays matter, though, in this game, for sure. Shout out to the big man. Um, he also picked Seattle. So, Danny, you're the oddball one in this one with Atlanta. Come and get it. Come and hey. get it. All right, jumping into the next matchup for 1 o'clock, we have the Jets and the Bills. Danny Boy, I'll throw this off to you. You get to pick first. You know, the, the Bills are going to win the AFCs, and congratulations, you know, in advance because they deserve it. And uh, they're, look, they're, they're going to be a fantastic team to watch this year. Uh, but week one... There's not going to be a match for the Jets because the Jets are going to be hungrier, you know. And, you know, to be quite honest with you, I think Le'Veon and Sam Darnold have a lot to prove after their seasons last year. And, you know, even though Sam Darnold did very well in the second half of the season, Le'Veon was pretty much a no-show. Part of that, Dan Gase, part of that was him. So, he has a lot on his shoulders. I think he's going to prove it on Sunday. But give me the Jets. And the Bills going to cry because they lost to a team that they're supposed to beat. So, let's go. Jets. Billy. Okay, we're going to start some conflict here. I'm going with the Bills. Josh Allen. Good quarterback. I think their defense is good. I'm not just saying that because they're on my fantasy team. But, you know, their defense has been good. And, um... I think it's going to be, I think the Bills are going to win this one. And um, all they got to do is cover Sam Darnold. But hey, at least we can all say this. None of us picked Sam Darnold as our first pick in our fantasy draft. No, no, we weren't. We, oh, shout out. That is a cheap shot at at our dear friend, Ross Mason. Shout out to Ross Mason, who um, picked... Not only Sam Darnold as his first pick, but Josh he didn't Allen. Pick Josh Allen. Josh Allen as the second pick. I never. And he, I, he better be starting Josh Allen in that game. I don't think he is. Uh, uh, well, Ross, you know Ross, we love you, buddy. Why? We're just having some fun. Josh Look, Allen is a better quarterback. He before has more experience. 
Absolutely. Uh, no, look, you better. You know, Ross, if you're listening, you better start Josh Allen. To to jump in real quick before we reveal the next uh, my pick and Big Al's pick, we will go to the fantasy football league and seeing who um, our dear friend Ross has picked for his. Um, and Ross, we're not stalking you. This is public information. Yeah, well, you know, well, kind of public information. He has still have. He still has Sam Darnold as his starting quarterback for his fantasy football team. You screwed. Yeah, well, we'll see on Sunday, but well, you never know. Again, again, like I said, Bill, Sam Darnold needs to prove something. This is year three for him. He's out to prove something. If he doesn't prove something this year, he might be on the um, the pink slip train. With Adam Gase. With Adam Gase, yes, definitely. But Big Al has picked the Bills as well to um, win. And you know, I was talking. I was talking with Red Rose. So I was thinking about picking the Jets. I you know it's that Week One matchup, but I think I'm gonna slide more towards the Bills just because the Bills are hungry as well to get that first win. You know, the Bills look great. You know, Josh Allen is looking good. Um, you know, they got that new weapon in um, Stephon Diggs, come from Minnesota. Stephon Diggs. I love Stefan Diggs. So, you know, that's a great QB wide receiver combination right there. You need you need that in any, you know, NFL team. And, you know, that Bills defense, when they're on, they are on. So I think I'm gonna go with the Bills this week. Yeah, that defense has to be spot on if they're gonna win that Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Because I'm I'm telling you, the the Jets may not be a big offensive Absolutely. threat, but if you give him if you give them many shots, the Jets are going to take it. Oh, the Jets! The Jets will definitely take a shot. It's just like when Miami plays New England, which we'll get to that pick in a little bit because they do play each other week one. But Miami likes to play spoiler half the time because they will show up when they feel like it. But our next, um, our next matchup at one o'clock, we got Chicago and Detroit—a battle in the another battle in the North. Bill, I'll throw it to you first. Oh boy. Is it in Chicago or in Detroit? Uh, it is in Detroit, I believe. I'm gonna go with Chicago. Uh, let you know you're gonna take the Bears on the road. Oh shoot! You know what? Can you guys come back to me? Do we wanna? Uh, we can come back to you. Yeah. All right. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Danny boy, I'll throw it to you first then. Oh, what's so? You know, I. I'm starting to lose patience for Matt Patricia. Like, when are you going to, you know, ignite this team to be successful? Because Detroit is hungry for a winner here. So I'm going to take the Lions. Only because the only reason, another part of the reason why is because of Mitch Trubisky, who I don't like. But, you know, hey, pick your poison. You know, but I really hope that Matt Patricia takes what he learned from Bill Belichick and he really put some fire into the Detroit team. Detroit, like I said, they need wins. The town is desperate. I've been in Detroit. I love Detroit. You know, Detroit, they love their sports. You know, they got, they have to give this team, they're, they're begging for winners. So give me Detroit. Hopefully I'm right, <laughs> because if I'm not, I'm gonna kill myself. Nah, just kidding. Don't do that. JK. Um, That's right. what you picking. I'll pick. Um, um, big shout out to Big Al. Detroit. He also he is also picked. 
Okay, I've... you know what? I said come back to me, so um, what? Guess I'll go with Detroit. All right, Detroit it is. I will. I'll take the long shot. I'm going to take the Bears. I think Mitchell Trubisky is hungry this year. You know, we it, last few years it's always been Green Bay and Minnesota fighting for the NFC North, and you know back and forth last couple of years between the two and I think Mitchell Trubisky is hungry this year he wants to prove that the Bears can not only maybe win the North but hopefully just make the playoffs themselves so I'm gonna take the I would think I'm gonna go for the upset in week one and take Chicago yeah right now Detroit is at minus three in the spread so just keep that in mind all right heading over to uh, let's see here we got our next matchup. We got Miami visiting New England. Cam Newton's debut as a Patriot. Ooh. You know, this is an interesting scenario because for the first time in, what is it, 18 years, we have a new QB in um, New England, minus, you know. Ooh, um, starting. 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 Because New- Tom, Brady, Tom Brady was there for a full 20 years. Brady was there for 20 years, and yes, he did miss um, some games here and there due to injury. Well, he, or... he, he, it was that one season where he had an ACL tear, which you know we thought would slow him down. But and then and then a few years ago, we had Deflate Gate suspension finally happen. <laughs> but then again, the Patriots, Bill Belichick, still proved that even with um, Garoppolo and um, what was the other, uh, what was the other QB's name? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, that he could still take the team three and one, and Jacoby Brissett almost won that game too. Yeah, I mean the, the Patriots were going to win that division easily. It, it's Brady suspension or no Brady suspension? Like, what are we talking about here? Uh, at the but, time, was... but this is um, different now because we're thinking the, it's the Bills' year finally, finally end that consecutive streak for division titles for the Patriots, but. Mm. I still think Cam Newton's going to come out strong and, you know, prove that he should be that starting QB. And England's going to take the W in week one. Patchy, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Because it's in New England, and I think, I think what you call, I think Newton can come out strong, even though this is the first game of the post-Brady era. I'm, I'll pick the pass, and guess how much that hurt to say. This hurt a little bit. Oh, it does. But you know what? Now that Brady's not there anymore, the pain's gone. He's just um, in a different um, state and city, and we'll get to that later. Oh, we will. Honestly, Bill, you should be fearing him more now that he's in the NFC. I know. that in mind, because for the longest time, he was in my division, so I had to worry about just- him. More than you. Top three, you have three top elite quarterbacks in the in the NFC right now in Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. Just three old, three veterans will we'll go. Three gunslingers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. We, they're all gunslingers right now because they're the, the dying, they're the old QBs of the dying breed. And then there's still Ryan Fitzpatrick out there too somehow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hey, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitz, Fitz Magic is still alive. Yeah, but and start and starting and starting and too. starting, which is which is beyond me. I don't know what 
Miami's thinking there because he's going to get stumped by Cam Newton no matter how well they play. Oh. You know, they'll get stomped, and New England will go for an easy victory. You know, I like this offense for Cam Newton. I like this Cam Newton. The Cam Newton that's quiet, not making any noise. He's just focused on football. That's yep. how Bill Belichick runs the system. Nothing gets no, no, these past two years. He is now with probably the best coach. No, not probably the best coach in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, and think about it this way: up until like the last couple of years, nothing has come to the public from the Patriots. Nothing. Everything was so quiet. And when there was something, it was the all whole world knew about it. It was all downplayed. It was like, oh, no big deal. We're just focused on football. This is exactly the situation that Cam Newton needs to win, and he will win easily. Give me, uh, excuse me, give me New England. I'm about to say Carolina. Wow. It's, a, it's a clean sweep here with New England. All Big right. Al has the Pats too? Yes, he does. All right, our next matchup at 1 o'clock, we have the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Washington football team. Uh, I just want to say one and Big Al has picked thing. the Eagles. Before, okay, this is not a pick. I'm just making this joke. No football team! Yeah, no, I'm not. Okay, that joke's going to die. I'm not, I'm not going to go with it. Yeah, okay, yeah, that no. joke is dead. Okay, I understand, Reg. And I apologize to all our good listeners. Thank God there's editing. <laughs> okay, you know what? We can edit I'm going with the Eagles. Ah, uh, fly, Eagles, fly, as Bill says. And, and that pains me to say as a Giants fan. Reggie boy. Uh, Eagles, I mean, come on. Well, what are we talking about here? Let's go Miles Sanders. Yeah, Miles Sanders. And, you know, fly, Eagle, fly. You know, Washington football team will be the 0-1 Washington football, football team after week one. And they will certainly fly away, hopefully out of the league, because they're embarrassment. So, either fly away or relocate to a new city, oh, which, they, which the they city won't of do. Philadelphia will go absolutely batshit crazy if that happens. But does that mean they have to find a new? Uh, unless they find a, a stadium out east, they're going to have to find a new a, a NFC East team. Yeah, just yeah. Well, yeah, they're gonna. Oh, well, they can just relocate somewhere in the NFC East somewhere. Maybe, maybe put them in Vermont. <laughs> Regardless, moving on. Um, Big Al has picked the Phillies as well, so it's a fly eagle fly mentality in this game. Another and uh, a relocation finally happened. We got the Las Vegas Raiders visiting the Carolina Panthers. Bill. This isn't even a question. This is in Carolina. You got Chris McCaffrey. I'm going with Carolina. Oh. All right. Danny boy. I'm going to go with Vegas. One, because I'm so excited that football is in Vegas. Like, this is exactly what sports needs. Sports needs to be in the gambling capital of the United States. And speaking of Vegas, shout out to Matt Holt the guy who we had on the debate one time because he lives in Vegas, so shout out to him. Yeah, but we need sports in Las Vegas. I'm happy that the Golden Knights are doing well, and I'm happy that the Raiders are favorites to win this game at Carolina. It's going to be hard for them because they're going from West Coast to East Coast, but nonetheless, they're going to win the game, giving the Raiders. 
All right. I'm going to jump on the Vegas. Um, what happens in Vegas is going to stay in Vegas train. I'm taking Las Vegas because you know what? The Raiders are hungry as well. John Gruden is out to prove something in, I think, what's year three of his contract of a 10 year mm. deal? Yeah, I mean, you could, I mean, I love Gruden, but he is, his teams have been brutal. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Poor John I, Gruden. Uh, poor John Gruden, but you know what? I think this Vegas team is hungry as well as a few other teams in the league. So give me the, give me Vegas. And shout out to Big Al. He picked the Vegas Raiders as well. I'm the oddball. You're the oddball on this one, Bill. We'll see what, what happens on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Heading into your next 1 o'clock matchup, we have two 1 o'clock matchups left before we jump into the 4 o'clock games. We got Indianapolis Colts visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one, um, according to Vegas odds, uh, Indianapolis is a 7.5 underdog favorite, but we don't go by, you know, spreads. We just go straight up. But Gander Minshew, Jacksonville, and that mustache is going to take the W on Sunday. Do you know if Phil Rivers is starting? He is the starting QB. Okay. That makes my life easier. All right. Get back to it. Um, so, the fact that Phil Rivers is on this Indianapolis Colts team is amazing. Because I love Phil Rivers. I love all all the years that he was on the Chargers from San Diego to Los Angeles. I love every single year that he played with that team. He always kept the Chargers in. No matter how shaky the teams were, there was he always found ways to win games. And he always found ways to keep them in contention. I have a feeling that he will keep the Colts in contention very much throughout the season. Give me the Indianapolis Colts in that game. All right, and Bill, before we jump to you, Big Al has also picked the Indianapolis Colts. You know, it's Phil Rivers time in Indy. Give me Indy. I am the oddball on this one. How's it feel to be the oddball? Yeah, it feels good sometimes, because sometimes I'm right when I'm the oddball. All right, heading into your last Sunday 1 p.m. football game, we got the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield versus the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson. And Big Al has picking the Baltimore Ravens. This is no question. The Ravens have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL with Lamar Jackson next to Patrick Mahomes. Give me Baltimore. Danny boy. You know, I, I'll i take Baltimore, but you know what? Cleveland knows always giving the Ravens headaches, especially since Baker has taken over as the starting job. Like, they're always – the Browns are always, always in these games against the Ravens. So, you know, I'll take the Ravens, but, you know, it's going to be a hard game for that, for that Baltimore team as much as I would definitely certainly have them to win in the North. Well, time will tell, and I will also take the Ravens because as much as I love to see the Browns win a game, Baltimore is just a far better superior team heading into Sunday's game. All right, now we have reached the 4 o'clock games. Your first 
four o'clock game is the Los Angeles Chargers visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. And Big Al is picking the Chargers. Make that two. I'll go with the Chargers as well. All right. New quarterback in L.A. starting. You know, the, the thing with the Bengals is the Bengals are now the Browns of the league. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, but... Cleveland, you're no longer the joke of the league. The Bengals are just a laughing stock right now, and I think it's just going to continue to struggle for them for this year until they can find out what the hell they are doing as a organization and a football team. So the Chargers will take a nice, easy win on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I I like the Chargers in this game. Um, because one, Tyrod Taylor, because he's amazing. I, I think he is very underrated. And, uh, you know, in another year where he's under that Anthony Lynn offense, I really think that he could contribute well with that Chargers team. Uh, I'm just not sold on the Bengals yet. Just to be honest with you. And, right. they're, and, they're, and it's going to take him a while. Like you said, it's going to take him a while to actually blossom into a contender, no matter who the quarterback is. Your four, your next 4 o'clock game, I think, is actually the matchup of the week. We have mm-hmm. TB's debut in TB versus Drew Brees in the New Orleans Saints. And Big Al has chosen the Saints in this one. So anyone would like to go first? Is this in New Orleans? or It is, is in New Orleans. Orleans. And shout out to another former guest on the show, Jacqueline Murphy, who is also a Saints fan. So oh, shout she's out a to big her. Saints fan. Big Saints fan. And I mean, Saints are a good team. That's why. Yeah. The Saints have always been a good team. Yeah. You know, everybody's looking for that second ring still. I think this is one of those years where maybe he has a shot to get that second ring. The Saints just have to stay healthy. But, I'm going with all I gotta say is two words. Who dat? I'm going with the Saints. Reggie boy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with New Orleans too. You know, look, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever, but he's the greatest quarterback in the AFC. I want to see how he does in the NFC. Full season NFC, not you know, here and there. There'll be an NFC team on the schedule. No, no, no. I want to see how he does against the NFC in a full season. This is his first test, and he's going to get a re-awakening. So give me New Orleans in this one. I've been thinking about this matchup all week because, you know what, the gut instinct says, you know what, I think TB12 is just going to be TB12 and come in and show him that he is TB12, the GOAT. But then again, you look at Drew Brees, and it's like, you know what? Drew Brees has been around for a very long time as well. Might not have the rings as TB, but the NFC is, you know, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers' territory. Those two have been gunning it out in the NFC forever, so Drew Brees is going to give him a nice welcome and hand him that first L in the NFC, so New Orleans it is. Since we won New Orleans. Yeah, all New Orleans on this one. Heading sorry, into you. Um, actually, no, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. Heading into, exactly. your, heading into your final four o'clock game before we head into Sunday night football, we've got the Arizona Cardinals versus the NFC 
cha- NFC champions, the San Francisco 49ers. You mean the Santa Clara 49ers? Yes. Santa Clara 49ers. Because they, they, play in, they play in Santa Clara, so keep in mind that it's, it's very, yeah, far, very, very far away from San Francisco. Keep that in mind. Just remember, the Jets and Giants play in Jersey. How come I knew that was coming? Because I have to remind you every time. But regardless, you know what you get for that patch? Awkward silence. I can just edit it in post and be done with it. Good idea. <laughs> regardless. But if this was off the show, you'd be getting awkward silence. Awkward silence is right, which is bad for radio, Bill. This is a no-brainer. Big Alice picked the 49ers. I'm taking the 49ers. I'm taking the 49ers. Uh, San Francisco, they're going to do fine. I'm not worried about San Francisco. I'm going to go with San Fran as well. All right. That should be a little no-brainer, but no one, when we say it's no-brainer, we're all going to be wrong, and Arizona's going to get an upset somehow. Watch. If Arizona, if Arizona can beat the 49ers, that'll be good. That's a great win for them. I'll have to, I'll have to say that. All right. Heading into your Sunday night football game, we got the Dallas Cowboys and the debut in SoFi Stadium with Woo, the LA beautiful. Rams. Beautiful oh. SoFi Stadium. Beautiful SoFi Stadium. Stadium debuts um, this year. Yeah, in a few weeks. I think it's next week. I think the Raiders have their home opener. I'm not yeah. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Allegiant yep. Stadium. Yep. Is that that one? Allegiant Stadium. Yep. The the, Ra- uh, the Raiders play Monday night against New Orleans next week, but we're not there yet. So Dallas, yeah. the Cowboys, and the Rams. Big Al is picking the Rams for this one. Team, what do you think? This is a hard Maybe. one. It's our one for me because I'm so Dak and you got Zeke. As a Giants fan, I hate to say it, but I'm gonna go, I'm picking Dallas. I'll, I'm gonna take Dallas on this one too. The only reason why is because now that all this Dak press got news coming out, I don't know if y'all heard. You know, he you know admitted that he had suffered from depression during this time, which I really commend him for that. You know, oh, mental I do health. Too. Mental health is not an easy thing to admit. So, you know, God bless him. I hope he's doing well. Uh, obviously, since he's a, he's going to be QBing for the Cowboys. But, you know, it takes a team to come together at time of need. And I think Dallas is going to play for him. He's going to play for Dallas. Dallas is going to play for him. And they're going to play so hard. And they'll win that game and spoil the Rams' home opener in that new stadium. Hmm. Also, part of me wants the Chargers to beat that first L.A. team to win in that stadium. So, you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I feel Big Al has only picked the Rams because this is no jab. His mom's a Cowboys fan. (laughs) Rebellion. Rebellion. But regardless, you know, this is a toss-up for you because – I love me some Jared Goff. He doesn't love Jared Goff. But, you know, once again, this is another team that is hungry. So, you know, Dallas Cowboys, I'm with you, Reg. I'm going to come in and play spoiler. Keep one. All right, now we head into Monday Night Football. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers and Bill, your team, the New York Giants. Okay. Along with Big Al's team, he has picked the Giants to win this game. 
You know what? I'm going to be straight up honest. As a Giants fan, I want to see the Giants win. But as a journalist and an objective observer, Steelers defense, if Saquon has a good game, it can be good. But you know what? I think I'm going to have to – I want to pick the Giants, but I think in all honesty, i got to pick Pittsburgh. Hey, if I'm wrong, I'm happy. Hey, just like me with Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. If we're wrong, we're happy. All right, Reggie boy. I have the Steelers defense in two of my fantasy teams, so I'm going to pick the Steelers, you know, just out of bias and all that stuff. So Steelers you know. beating Bills Giants. Also, you know. it'll, be nice, it'll be nice to gloat and think the Jets won, you know, and not the Giants. So. Yeah, hey. If the Giants win and the Jets lose, I get to gloat next week. That's fine. Go for it. That's fine. And though. if we both lose and nobody gloats. Yeah. I mean the Packers win, then I then then I get the glow. Then you get the glow, Patch. Congratulations, you get the glow. If we all lose, then we all say the season's over and we give up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> nah, regardless. Nah. Regardless, you know, MetLife, always a fun place to see a football game. I think the Giants are gonna play spoilers. You're gonna play spoiler and you're gonna start off one and no. One and no at home. What is it at home? What's the last time I think they did that? It's been a couple years. <laughs> and to wrap off week one, we got the late game on Monday, the Tennessee Titans and the Denver Broncos. I, I don't know. To be honest with you, that's going to be a hard one. The Broncos just lost Von Miller. Yeah, Von, Von Miller, Miller yeah. Von Miller, yeah. That, that, that's going to be a hard one now that we know for sure that Von Miller is not playing. You know, I don't know. Like Tennessee already has the upper hand on the spread, so I'm going to stick with Tennessee. You know, as much as I, you know, I want Denver to be successful, but they, they you lose that star. I'm sorry, it, it's it's hard to win games. I'm going to take Tennessee on that one. I'm going to go with Denver. You're going to go with Denver, okay? Hachi, you know this is a interesting game to say the least um big al is picking the denver broncos as well and i feel that denver is going to struggle against this tennessee titans team so with that said i will be taking the titans and join danny boy in picking them as well not the odd man not the odd man so, with that said, all picks are in for this week. Pick them. Everyone is gentlemen. One, good luck. Everyone is one and all this week, and there are let's see here: one, two, three, four, five. There are six games that we have all picked the same outcome. That would be that would be the Miami New England game, the Philly and Washington football team game, the Cleveland and Ravens game, the Chargers and Cincinnati game. New Orleans and Tampa Bay, and the San Francisco-Arizona game. Other than that, everything else is up for grabs. So with that said, the picks are locked in. You may not change. And best of luck. I'm all, all good right. with it. Virtual handshake. Good luck. Yay. Good luck. Um, salute to Big Al, wherever he's listening. Yep, Big Al. Good Big man. Al. 
We'd love to have you come on and pick him with us sometime. Hey, maybe yeah. next week. Anytime you want, man. Big Al, you have an open invite. Of course he does. Got a lot of our former guests have open invites. Anytime they're welcome to come on. Anytime you guys are welcome. And hey, even if you haven't come on, we will, we will be more than happy to have you on. Just don't do anything to get us arrested. Special thanks to ESPN for allowing us to use their music. Remember, fans, our sports coverage wouldn't be possible without ESPN. Now on to the bottom half of the inning. I think we have one more thing to cover and we're done for the night. I think we do. And that would be Bucks and Miami Heat series. What a shocker. The favorite Milwaukee Bucks to come out of the East. Bye-bye. Oh, God. I was actually watching that game on the game on Sunday with my cousin. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks were supposed to win, and they just went, bye! Yeah, this has not been a good return for Milwaukee. You know, I expected so much, especially the way that they their season was going before the shutdown. Like, I was expecting a lot from Milwaukee, and they returned flat. They were, they were okay during the, the stupid regular season. And they were awful during the playoffs. It was they were a shell of what they were earlier in the year. So you know it's it's just frustrating. But you know it's good to see Miami win. You know Jimmy Butler deserves his chance of glory. You know he's a great player and he played his ass off. And you know that all Miami can ask for, especially with that coach and Eric Spolstra. And my goodness, he is still coaching that team and still coaching them very well. So, you know, all I can say is Miami, good luck in that conference final. You're going to need it. I agree. You know, best of luck to uh, the Miami Heat and I hope they make the finals. It'd be cool. And for the Bucks, you know, they have, they have to go back to the drawing board because I don't know what happened. Absolutely. Back to the drawing board. Because they were, they were unstoppable during, you know, that regular season before it got shut down, you know, they were unstoppable and they were a complete shell of, of themselves. It's, it's very, it was, it was hard to watch, really. I think, yeah, I agree with all of you guys. Um, yeah, Milwaukee was supposed to be the favorite and they ended up. <clears throat> yep, just the flame went out. Yeah, not even their boy Giannis can save them. Giannis got injured too. Yeah, that was a shame. So, 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 um, and of course, you know, he he wasn't perfect either. I mean, he was a, he was good, but he wasn't. I don't know. They were just they they weren't great. And a lot of that's on a lot of that's on the players getting ready. A lot of it's on the coaching, you know. So you have to they have to really figure things out. So, but again, like I said, the Heat they deserve that. Uh, they deserve that series win, and they're gonna try to get to the NBA finals and you know what good luck to them because you know they're look they they're a very good team they were a good team before the shutdown they're a good team for the bubble so I'm very I'm thrilled with the heat and you know like I said you know that the squad that Spolstra has coached throughout this bubble has been unbelievable and they continue to surprise I just want to give a quick tribute um, to all those who lost their lives 19 years ago today. You you know, 19 years, you don't think it's been that long. It's still a vivid, 
day in my mind where I can remember that I was. I remember in, exactly where I was too. I was in second grade. I was in second grade class. My teacher sat us all down, told us what was going on. About, I think it was about an hour later, we were all outside our elementary school. Our music teacher sung the national anthem. We went home that day. I was, that night, I remember praying inside my bedroom with my mom. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I, again, like, I was, you know, too young to really understand what was going on. First of all, I'm a kid with special needs. So, you know, I'm not worried about terrorism and all that stuff. I have a lot of stuff to deal, to deal with, you know, you know, on my own time. But, you know, the, the fact that, you know, I saw pictures of planes crashing into the World Trade Center, you know, not as it happened, but just watching them, the news just replay and replay over and over again. And then just seeing the fire and the buildings crashing down. It is something that sticks to, it. how can it not stick to your memory? How can it not, and how can it not stick to your memory? People coming together, whether it's from one end of the nation to the other, you know, they all came together. I saw New York, New, New Yorkers and New Jerseyans come together at Ground Zero. And that was a patriotic moment. That is something that just doesn't happen. Unless it's a big tragedy. So God bless all the first responders. And of course, you know, God bless all the people that lost their lives. You know, all the families that still have to deal with it. And, you know, I'm just lucky that, you know, I didn't have any family members caught up in that. Because I don't um, know how I, would, how I would feel. And I just want to say um, two things. Um, I remember where I was. I was in second grade as well as Patchy. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember I was going somewhere with my mom and um, the radio, I'm like, mom, what's going on? And she's like, mom, what's going on? Shuts it off. She goes, a bad man flew a plane into a building. I was seven. How are you going to explain that to me? Yeah. And I remember coming home to see me images. And it's like, for like the World War II generation, the big question is, where were you when Pearl Harbor happened? For like the baby boomer generation is, where were you when Kennedy was shot? For... Our generation is where were you when 9/11 happened, mm. and um, I just want to say I'm this. I don't. I hate to leave this show on a somber note, but um, I watched a little bit of the name reading this morning, mm. and there was one name that really stuck out, and it, and this person was related to someone we know, we knew, and I think you guys may know who I'm talking about. Um, the name that was mentioned was um Gary Albero. Mm -hmm. yeah. who was the nephew of the late Richard Albero. Um, yep. For those of you who are newcomers to us, um, Richard, uh, we know we explained this before, we'll explain it briefly. Um, Richard came on our show five years ago, back when we were in Duchess. Yep. He explained that he was walking from, walking as in one foot in front of the other. Courageous. This guy is courageous. From Yankee State, from, I'm sorry, Steinbrenner Field in the Florida at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. And um, Richard did it in honor of his nephew, Gary, who, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. It, it Gary, was... who was unfortunately killed in the 9-11 attacks and left behind a um, 
wife and a then one-year-old son. Yeah. Um, all I got to say is to Gary's wife and son, we, we, our thoughts and prayers are with you today. And um, also for those who don't know, Richard unfortunately passed away back in March. Mm, yeah. um, Rich, we, we still miss you. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. He, he only came on one and I feel like I'm going to sit here and cry on air, but um, yeah, it was courageous what he did. And, you know, and, and, you know, he was a huge Yankee fan like we were, you know, Phil. So, you know, we're, you know, we, we have an instant connection to that. And of course, and we're, New, we're just, New Yorkers. So we have an instant connection to that. And, I just, and I'm wearing my New York city shirt today. Yeah, so. And, and look, it's nine it, 11 is something that, you know, just doesn't look. It's an event that can truly be replayed over and over again for the rest of our lives. You know, for those that had to literally go through it. And mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's, again, one of those things that really made us stronger. You know, we talk about how this pandemic making us stronger. 9-11 made us super stronger because the nation came together. Yeah, and I just want to say one more thing about um. I hate to make this all about Richard, but um, a couple weeks ago they had his memorial mass. Yeah, and um, on Facebook his daughter posted a picture of the altar. They had like a little statue of a Yankee baseball player. I thought that was. Nice. A, I just thought that was a really nice touch. So yeah, of course. But you know, just again getting back to nine eleven to all those who um. Yeah. To all the families who lost people 19 years ago, whether they be um, NYPD, FDNY, whether they were just in buildings for meetings, we, you are still in our prayers, you mm-hmm. are still in our thoughts, and you are still in our hearts. Absolutely. And again, and I don't want to turn this into a stupid buzz, buzz phrase, but we did, we never did forget. Absolutely. And again, people are still feeling the effects of it 19 years later. And I gotta say, I don't know. Um, did any did any of you guys watch the name reading this morning? Uh, I, mean, um, I, I had a doctor's appointment, so no. But I, I only watched like a couple minutes of it. But it was just like so weird. Like this year, they they usually you know have stage and people reading the names. This year, they it was just all pre-recorded because you know with COVID and they wanted to keep the crowds down and all that. Yes, I gotta admit, it was very bizarre. It was because they had just had like speakers there and just like playing like people reading the names it was it was very bizarre it, it, it's unlike any other because of you know obvious circumstances but you know hey one thing that hasn't changed those two blue lights up in the night yep. sky and that's a symbol of our freedom and you know what's even a bigger symbol of our freedom seeing that one world trade tower standing still and you know it, it just comes to show you that you know when times are bad, we go through it. We get tougher, and and next year, you come, know, I said this it. before. Next year, on the anniversary of nine eleven, twenty years, the Yankees yeah. are going to be playing the Mets. Yeah, and that's going to be a big one. And you know, and I, you know what? It's a celebration of not. It's a celebration of New York because when we New Yorkers come together, yep. Whether it be nine eleven, superstorm stance, superstorm Sandy, yep, or what we're going through right now with this pandemic. It shows us when we New Yorkers come together, nothing can stop us. Absolutely. We are New York strong. We are New York tough, and we are New York loving. Absolutely. And now that we ended the show on an inspirational note. 
visit the website www.thesportsandsandypodcast.com. Okay. So until next time, I'm Bill Murphy. I am Lawrence Patchman Lang, signing off for the night. Danny Boy Reginald. See you folks soon. This has been Sports Insanity Podcast, episode uh, inning 18. He was the heart of your family, and he taught you our history. He helped you fix your first flat. He was the best backyard DJ around. And every time he'd tell a story, he'd own the room. But now more than ever, he may feel alone. Today, older adults and their loved ones are struggling to connect in a time when connection has never been more important. But there is something we can do. Embrace our older loved ones through StoryCorps Connect. With StoryCorps Connect, you can honor seniors remotely with an interview about their life. Every interview will be archived at the Library of Congress, becoming part of American history, so that years from now, future generations can listen in. All right, Grandpa, what's one piece of advice you have for me? Just three words, sweetheart. Live with courage. The man that had the best stories still has plenty of stories to tell. So connect virtually and share the conversation of a lifetime at storycorpconnect.org slash AARP. Connect, honor, share. StoryCorps Connect. A message from AARP, StoryCorps, and the Ad Council.